On episode 14 of Lancaster Connects podcast, I'm joined by Mike Reynolds, general manager of the Lancaster Barnstormers. We'll also have our local events rundown, our food truck alert, how you can help your local Lancaster community, a local history nugget, a tip on how to sleep better, and your chance to win one of two $25 gift cards to a local Lancaster restaurant. That's all coming up on episode 14 of the Lancaster Connects, Connects podcast. So how can you support the local Lancaster community? That's what this show is all about. All right, here I am in the dream room at Gardner's Mattress and More. Lancaster Connects podcast is brought to you by the Sleep Better book. We'll mail you your free copy. Just go to gardenersmattressandmore.com slash sleep dash better. Well, as you can see, I'm flying solo here. My partner in crime, Jeff, is on the road. He's got a long road trip that he's on. He's actually in the middle of. Uh, he went down to the uh, High Point Furniture Market, uh, talking to some vendors and, and key partners, uh, making some great connections down there. And he's uh, on his way to a marketing event in Ohio. Uh, well, got some uh, video footage here of Jeff leaving on that trip. He's, uh, he's on his prized uh, victory uh, bike. Uh, he's never done this sort of uh, long road trip. He's, he's ridden a motorcycle for a long, long time, of course. There you go. Hear that, that baby purr, right? That's him leaving on, on Wednesday morning uh, on his road trip. Uh, he's always wanted to do a road trip uh, through the countryside and uh, has, has gotten up the courage to, to do that. Um, obviously a long trip down to North Carolina. High Point is a major furniture market twice a year. And of course, uh, with COVID and whatnot, it's been a little challenging for, for those types of markets. So this is our first market that we've been back. And uh, he, he's like, you know what? I'm just going to take the opportunity, drive through the beautiful countryside, uh, let the uh, the crew here at Gardner's run the ship for a little bit, and uh, here's some photos. There he is uh, in High Point, and uh, you know, again, he's down there making some great connections. There's his his Bluetooth head uh, uh, helmet. Um, listen to some tunes there. He uh, took some uh, photos of some tasty food <laughs> on the way. There's his bike. So uh, I, I feel great that, that Jeff was able to take this trip. I think it's uh, relaxing for the soul. And, and uh, you know, I, I think uh, the time away uh, by himself uh, and his bike and his thoughts uh, is, is really great. So, um, you know, so that means I'm doing the show solo. You know, I'm uh, normally Ed Sullivan to his uh, Jimmy Carson. Uh, it's no it's no. Uh, Surprise that he's normally the uh, the lead <laughs> in in the show and the transitions and all that, and um, you know I'm I'm going to be full on Vin Skelly today, um, which is an honor of our our baseball episode and our guest uh, Mike Reynolds, uh, general manager of the Lancaster Barnstormers. Uh, we'll be talking about what's going on in and around Lancaster. Uh, I've got a quick tip on how to sleep better. Uh, we'll talk about the food trucks uh, as always where. Uh, they will be and who they are. Um, of course, how you can help your neighbors by joining the Lancaster Connects community. Uh, got a local history nugget uh, that you, you, I know you're all just dying to know about. And uh, we got our weekly restaurant gift card giveaway. Uh, stick around for that. We'll announce our, our winners at the end of the show. 
And uh, we have uh, uh, a great episode. Again, Mike, Mike Reynolds uh, with the Lancaster Barnstormers. We'll talk to him in a little bit. Uh, you know, a lot of people think of the Barnstormers as a baseball team, and, and they are. And they put out a phenomenal product uh, on the field. But uh, they're so much more uh, than that. Uh, everything that they do uh, and have done for the last uh, 16, 17 years for the Lancaster community is just fantastic. They probably have as much impact as anybody uh, on the community uh, in downtown Lancaster. Uh, so I uh, feel privileged to be able to talk to uh, Mike and, and learn more about what they're doing this year uh, at the stadium. Uh, so remember, this show is also available as a podcast. Uh, you can find the links at LancasterConnects.com. Uh, please, please, please like and share this video. Tell a friend about it. Uh, leave a comment. Uh, the more uh, accessibility uh, we have to other people, uh, the more this show will grow and more impact uh, we can have on our local Lancaster community. All right. Without further ado, let's talk about some events. We've got... Um, Live music concerts, they are slowly coming back, which is fantastic. Um, there's an event venue down the road from me, um, and uh, I can hear the live music outside on Saturdays and Sundays, which is uh, pretty cool. Um, I'll have to uh, visit them soon and take some photos and highlight them. Uh, Kissel Hill uh, Farm and the uh, Bull's Head Pub, uh, really neat uh, outdoor venue on Saturdays and Sundays. But uh, this week, if you're a fan of Queen and Journey, uh, here's your chance to see them brought to life with stellar singers backed by a live band singing, uh, bringing their songs to life. Uh, Queen slash Journey is being brought to you, brought to you by Prima Theater, and their shows will be June 11th, 12th, 18th, and 19th in the Liberty Place parking lot, which is behind Clipper Magazine Stadium. Uh, it's an outdoor show, and Buck Walters Deli uh, will be on site serving up some barbecue and milkshakes. Uh, parties will be grouped to their own socially distanced circle. That's important. And they have tickets starting at $42. You can get more info on the show at Prima, P-R-I-M-A, theater.com. Uh, Saturday, June 12th, from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m., the 21st annual LCBC Motorsports Show, celebrating America's two favorite muscle cars, the Chevy Camaro and the Pontiac Firebird. Uh, this show is at LCBC Church in Mannheim and is free for all ages. Uh, you can bring the whole family for activities like inflatables, face painting, uh, RC car racing, in addition to seeing the hundreds of vehicles from tractors to street rods to custom sports cars. Um, Sounds like a pretty awesome show. Uh, you can also enter for your chance to win prizes uh, in the uh, grand prize drawings, like a large flat screen TV uh, or a Weber gas, gas grill. In fact, um, I'm in the market for a gas grill. Uh, my, my grill now still works, but I'm looking for a, an upgrade. Um, I think the temperature gauge on mine is going a little wonky. So maybe I should attend the LCBC Motorsports Show and enter their contest. All right, there will be food. Of course, there's gonna be food in an event. Um, you're welcome to enjoy free giant donuts. That's interesting. Um, coffee, snow cones, uh, ice cream, uh, Hess's barbecue and Bricker's French fries will also be there. Uh, you can get more information on the event by visiting lcbcchurch.com slash events slash motorsports. Uh, you can also visit lancasterconnects.com uh, for that link and more information about that event. Um, if you'd like to register your own vehicle, uh, you can do that um, as well. Uh, in fact, you can do that on site. Uh, 
as well. Uh, again, the date is Saturday, June 12th from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. And it's at LCBC Church, which is located at 2392 Mountjoy Road in Mannheim, just off of 283. Uh, short drive up the road. And last but not least, the Taste of Lidditz is already underway. The event celebrates the talents of local culinary, musical, and visual artists in the area. And it's, of course, in the backdrop of the beautiful town of Lidditz. Uh, it runs from June 4th through June 13th, featuring live music, food, and an art auction. Many downtown restaurants will be offering specials. Uh, on Friday, June 11th, Wilbur Chocolate will be hosting a fundraiser uh, for Venture Lidditz and selling their frozen chocolate drinks from 3 to 7 p.m. in front of their store. The Lidditz Art Association will be having their annual art auction virtually uh, this year from their website, LidditzArtAssociation.com. And on Saturday, June 12th, Deb Olson's band is performing starting at 6 p.m. outside the market at Wilbur and Blackworth Lidditz. That's the uh, new uh, hotel and uh, condominium. Uh, they built in the old Wilbur Chocolate Building. Uh, it's a beautiful building. Uh, we've actually sold some mattresses to the people uh, that live in some of the condos there. It's uh, I've been in some of the uh, the places. It's a uh, they did a fantastic job with that uh, with that building, and of course Blackworth Lidditz is a really nice restaurant in uh, that building. Uh, and also, uh, if you're eating outside uh, at Chalangros Chalangos, I'm sorry, um, they're a fantastic uh, Mexican restaurant. Um, you'll be able to eat and hear the me uh, music too. Uh, these events and many more are happening during the Taste of Lidditz running downtown Lidditz from June 4th through the 13th. You can get more information by visiting the Lidditz PA website, which is lidditzpa.com slash event dash calendar and clicking on the Taste of Lidditz listing. So again, all of this info about these events and others we haven't read about will be available on the website at LancasterConnects.com. Uh, follow the show notes by clicking on the page for this episode, episode 14. And to get our weekly email, uh, just enter our giveaway at LancasterConnects.com. You can subscribe to our weekly email, uh, update with all of the show info. And as always, remember this show is a podcast. Find it at LancasterConnects.com. And also please like and share this video, leave a comment, tell a friend about the show. All right. Again, flying solo. We've got our Sleep Better segment. Jeff normally picks a uh, passage out of here. And uh, the one I picked about was about colors. Um, the uh, relevant theme to myself is, uh, now I didn't paint my bedroom, um, but maybe I should after uh, reading this uh uh, information from the Sleep Better book. Uh, I painted my dining room and had a uh, local painting company uh, called Pete's Paints. Uh, Pete is uh, Pete Weaver. He's a friend. Uh, he's Lancaster's picky painter, and he did a fantastic job uh, with my dining room. Uh, we got a new dining room table and uh, and sideboard uh, for the dining room, and he painted the uh, the room for us. Uh, did a fantastic job. Uh, so after uh, hearing this segment uh, of the book, maybe you'll uh, be uh, incentivized, perhaps, to uh, sleep better and uh, hire Pete to uh, paint your bedroom. But uh, you want to create a dreamy sleep environment. Your bedroom should be a place that you look forward to retreating to. Uh, thumb, th 
thumb through some magazines and get some ideas for creating that special atmosphere that will promote wonderful, restorative tranquility, rest, and good quality sleep. The colors in your bedroom actually matter. According to an article on sleep.org, believe it or not, people whose rooms are painted blue tend to sleep longer than those who get their shut-eye in rooms with different colors. The, re the reason has a whole lot to do with your eyes. Specialized receptors in the retina of your eyes called ganglion cells are most receptive to blue, or most, I'm sorry, most sen sensitive uh, to blue. The ganglion cells are responsible, <clears throat> excuse me, for relaying information to the part of your brain that controls your body's 24-hour rhythm, which in turn affects everything from performance to how you feel physically during the day. The color blue is associated with feelings of calm, which when picked up by your ganglion cells and relayed to your brain help reduce blood pressure and heart rate, and all of which help you receive a solid night's sleep. So my, my dining room, I painted uh, light blue. My, my bedroom is a light beige or tan. I, I, I sleep pretty well. I've got a great mattress, but you know that's interesting about, about blue and, and how it can, can benefit your sleep there. Um, you know, uh, <laughs> I think I got through that segment. My producers are telling me that the running gag is, uh, you know, my challenge with reading. So I think I said most of those words accurately, Simon. Uh, thank you for, for noticing. Um, but, you know, the, the point is this book, Sleep Better Book, um, it's a resource that we give out for free. You can get it at Lancaster, uh, well, I'm sorry, uh, gardenersmattressandmore.com slash sleep dash better. Um, loads of helpful sleep information and tips. It's not a book specifically about mattresses. It's not about Gardner's Mattress and more. Uh, sure, there are some mattress things uh, at the end and towards the back about how your mattress can impact your sleep, but a good two-thirds to three-quarters of this book is about all the easy things that you can do uh, within your own home and sleep routine that can impact your sleep. So something as simple as changing the paint color in your bedroom might be a great way to help um, get a better night's sleep. So again, get that at gardenersmattressandmore.com slash sleep dash better. Um, also, uh, quick plug for gardeners. Uh, obviously, um, mattresses are an important uh, uh, a key ingredient to uh, sleeping better. It's what we do every day here at Gardeners. Um, we have hundreds and hundreds of, of testimonials as and reviews on how we help uh, our Lancaster uh, neighbors sleep better and wake up happy every morning. Um, often people wait until a holiday, a, a quote unquote holiday, President's Day, Memorial Day, Labor Day. Um, no question, we are very busy during those holidays, but uh, here at Gardeners, we have an everyday low price uh, guarantee. Uh, you're not necessarily going to get a better deal uh, on those holidays unless maybe a manufacturer has a specific promotion, which we actually don't carry a lot of the manufacturers that, that have specific holiday promotions. Uh, we're not the type of store that marks mattresses up just to call them 50% off. Uh, we have our double deals promotion where we will help you uh, organize the best savings uh, we can give you on how you are planning to make a purchase. So for example, if uh, you need a box spring or foundation with your bed, maybe we'll give you a free box spring or foundation or size upgrade, get a king size bed for the price of a queen. Uh, we will determine uh, your sleep needs and uh, get you the very best deal we can. So everyday low pricing, use our double deals, financing specials, uh, sleep accessory specials, uh, all of that. So a uh, quick plug about gardeners, again, get the Sleep Better book, uh, learn how you can sleep better on your own, 
And again, if it's a mattress that can help you sleep better, um, obviously that's what we're here to do. So um, now uh, we're going to shift gears. Uh, we are joined uh, today. Uh, actually, earlier this morning, we recorded it separately. Um, we've got Mike Reynolds from the Lancaster Barnstormers. We had an opportunity to catch up with uh, him and the Lancaster Barnstormers. They just wrapped up their opening uh, week. And uh, here's here's the segment with Mike. Right now, I'm joined by Mike Reynolds, uh, General Manager of the Lancaster Barnstormers. Uh, Lancaster Barnstormers just wrapped up their opening home opening weekend. Uh, disappointing result on Friday night, but hey, two great wins on Saturday and Sunday, each by one run. Um, Mike, welcome to the show. Ben, thanks for having me, and it's great to see you. Yeah, great to see you, too. Um, I've known Mike for a handful of years. Uh, we've done some uh, sponsorships and partnerships uh, between Gardner's Mattress and War in the Stadium uh, over the years. Mike uh, does a fantastic job with the team and uh, with uh, all the community events that uh, run at Clipper Magazine Stadium. Uh, Mike, I, I found it interesting. You guys actually never had to close down for COVID. You, you still ran some events and things that you were able to do. Uh, now you're up to, to full capacity with the stadium. That had to be fantastic this weekend uh, for your team uh, and, of course, the fans and uh, the ballplayers themselves. Tell us a little bit about the weekend. Yeah, you know, after 628 days without a Barnstormers game, we were very excited to welcome fans back into Clipper Magazine Stadium for um, some Barnstormers baseball. Uh, you know, we, we've had two great wins. We had fireworks two nights. Um, you know, we uh, showed, showcased the fact that we won best ballpark in the country in 2020. And then also we're able to showcase some of the new rules that we are testing out for Major League Baseball as we become an official partner league for Major League Baseball. Um, so it is uh, just very exciting. Happy to have fans back. Um, great to see our season ticket holders, mini plan holders get to see each other again. And there's a lot of celebration, hugs, high fives. And uh, we're ready for our 16th year of Atlantic League Baseball here in Lancaster. Yeah, so you mentioned a, a couple things. You mentioned the partnership with with MLB and uh, some of the rule changes that uh, the Atlantic League has partnered with uh, MLB on. And I noticed on Saturday, Sunday's game, you had a position player close out the game with the save, which related to one of the new rule changes. Tell us about that. Yeah, so one of the rule changes that we are testing for Major League Baseball is called the double hook rule. So the idea is when the starting pitcher is removed from the lineup, uh, the DH position then gets removed from the lineup as well. So then you either have to pinch hit or your pitcher will hit as well. So there's some benefit to having some position players that can pitch, maybe not be their main focus and the main reason why they're here in Lancaster hoping to get back to Major League Baseball, but for them to come up and eat up some innings and get some outs so you can get to the next pitcher, um, especially if you want them to remain in the game to, to hit. So Blake Galen, who got the save on Sunday, is normally our right fielder. He's also our all-time hits leader with over 500 hits here in Lancaster. He also is one home run away from 100 home runs. So to have him be able to um, stay in the lineup and hit, it's important for us. And um, he helps us um, reserve that DH spot by staying in the lineup and still being able to pitch. So it was exciting on Sunday to see him, uh, see him close out the game and get a save for us. That's really cool. See, I'm a, I'm a huge baseball fan, and that's the – Every year they talk about it, and I know I know there's probably changes on, soon on the horizon, especially with with what they're doing there. But the DH thing, you know, DH has been around since what sometime in the '70s from with the American League, and yes. you know, every year they talk about getting rid of the DH. DH, what do you do with all the 
guys who are normal DH, you know, what are you about the pitchers that like to, to hit? Um, I, I love the double hook rule. I think it's, I think it would be fantastic to implement in major league baseball. Some of the other rules, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> so keyed on like the, the runner starting on second base and extra innings. I, I, I'm not a, quite a fan of that, but you know, I know they're doing it now. So whatever. Um, also the mound distance. I, I just wanted to ask you quick about that. Um, is, have you already implemented the extra, what is it? Six inches to the mound distance? It's actually 12 inches. So it's 12, 12 inches oh, wow. and that would be, yep. 12 inches and that will be put into place the second half of our season. So our second half starts August um, 2nd. And so the mounds will go back 12 inches at that point. Um, that is something that Major League Baseball has wanted to test for a few years. Actually, back in 2019, we were close to moving the, back, moving the mound back 24 inches. Um, but there was some compromise between players and, and, and Major League Baseball itself. Moved the mound back 12 inches. There's been plenty of studies that Major League Baseball has done with um, with injury, with the, the concern of injury, um, and the, all the studies show that there's there's really no the, the difference is for the hitter, not for the pitcher, with the 12 inches, and right. more things come into play. A, a catcher, when they catch the ball, sometimes the, the distance can be a difference of three feet where the catcher stands. So there's a, there's a lot of variables that go into that. So even though the pitcher will be set 12 inches back. There's still, I mean, a fastball is going to be thrown. It could potentially hit the backstop, whether they're at 60 feet, six inches, or 61, six inches. And I can tell you that Major League Baseball has done a lot of studies and research to make sure that there's no harm or potential of harm or injury to the pitchers um, that are testing out the 61, six inches rule. Um, the studies show that a 93 mile per hour fastball um, actually will be seen at 91 miles per hour to the hitter. Uh, and the goal of a lot of these rules that Major League Baseball wants us to test is to get more bat, more balls batted in play, more guys on base, and more runs scored. So um, that, that is the reason for the rule. Pitches are getting bigger, stronger, faster with their pitches, and we're just um, trying to allow the hitter to get more time to uh, hit the ball. That's awesome that you get to, to test it uh, at this local level. Um, so tell us, what, what's in store for the Barnstormers in 2021? You know, we have a lot. We're excited to have baseball back here. Um, it's somewhat of a shortened season, but not that much. We have a 120-game season rather than a 140-game season. So that means we'll have 60 home games here. Um, we are um, excited. We, we are jam-packed, especially in the months of July and August. Um, continue with our fireworks every Saturday night, giveaways every Friday night. Uh, we have uh, plenty of themes and promotions, uh, Star Wars night, Halloween night. Uh, we've done some great things recognizing our local heroes, uh, which are hometown heroes, whether it be first responders and people that worked on the front line that got us through the pandemic and onto the other side. So we are very, very excited to uh, continue the excitement here at Barnstormers Games, um, but continue to add more fun promotions as the season goes on. Are there any big games you're looking forward to? Ben, I'm looking forward to every single game. Um, it's, uh, it's just great to have baseball back here at Cliff Magazine Stadium. Um, some games I am looking forward to. There's three new teams in our league this year. So Gastonia, uh, North Carolina, the Gastonia Honey Hunters, they, um, this will be the first time coming um, to, to Lancaster. Then we also have the league has acquired two new teams that previously were affiliated with Major League Baseball, but now are part of our partner league, Lexington Legends and the West Virginia Power. So I'm just excited to see those three teams come to Lancaster for the first time and give them some Lancaster hospitality um, off the field. Hopefully on the field, we can get some wins against them. That's great. That's great. You know, so one of the, one of the things I look forward to when I when I uh, 
visit Clipper Magazine Stadium is the food. Um, of course, that's any any ballpark, arena, whatever. You know, you go there for the you know the the beer and the the the, the hot dog, right? But there, there's more than hot dogs. What what uh, uh, food specials? Uh, anything new at the ballpark? I know Blazing Jays. Uh, we've highlighted them as a food truck on our show. I think they're a new concession there. Yeah, so we've uh, we're continuing with Hess's Barbecue in our picnic area. So any um, groups that come out to the um, picnic area will have the opportunity to have Hess's Barbecue catered for them. But as you mentioned, we have two new vendors here in uh, Clipper Magazine Stadium for our games. Blazing Jays, which is a very, very famous local favorite here for their chicken sandwiches and, and, and plus more. Um, so they are here at the stadium. And then we've also welcomed in Fuddruckers, who are um, also in the stadium serving up their uh, hamburgers, cheeseburgers, and fries and chicken tenders. So it's just some great stuff. And then uh, obviously the consistent favorites, ice cream, uh, pretzels, uh, you know, silo dogs. We, we have it all. Um, there, there's always a lot of variety here at um, Clipper Magazine Stadium with the food. And on the suite level, in our hospitality, we've actually taken our uh, food and beverage in-house here. And we have a new chef on site, and she's just amazing. Um, the raves, uh, people have been raving uh, about with, with their reviews about her food and her cooking. A lot of variety here in the, in the suite level, and it's high quality. So just a lot of upgrades here in, uh, in the stadium with our food and beverage. Yeah, any, any plans for, for Scrapple or Shoe Fly Pie? Lancaster County favorites? Um, no, nothing in the making now, but uh, we, we need to work on that. We need to get some whoopie pies in here as well. There you go. Make it, make it, a, make it a meal deal. You, you'd get, you'd get the, the stadium full every night. So uh, some, of, some of our audience might not be aware that in Lancaster, the, the Barnstormers are more than just a baseball team. Uh, you guys do a lot with the local community, and that's a big part of your, your ethos. Uh, tell us about uh, some of the community things that you do. You know, the, the, the Barnstormers will always be the anchor and the reason why we exist. Um, but we see ourselves as a community center, and we are thankful and appreciative that not only we, do we have many uh, marketing partners and businesses that sponsor us to help us keep going, but we have many nonprofits and individuals that support us year-round. And, and so our ability to give back to the community is really, really important. So we like to call ourselves a community center with two things in mind. We want to be a memory maker every single night, whether you're here for a Barnstormers game or here for another event. Um, and, uh, and then the additional thing is we want to be a really good marketing theater for all of our partners that help us continue to um, grow and, and build on our success each day. So when COVID, um, you know, COVID hit us in, in March, like everyone else, um, you know, we had to sit back and we had to brainstorm what, what we were going to do to continue to be that community center. We weren't looking to shut down. The owners were, were very supportive of us to move forward and figure it out. So Initially, we were, um, you know, we, we gave back. We, we were a COVID test site, um, partnering with local hospitals, uh, Lancaster General Health and UPMC. In addition to that, our freezers and fridges, refrigerators were not being used. So a lot of nonprofits were receiving donations with nowhere to store it. So all of our freezers and refrigerators um, were used to store food uh, for these local nonprofits. Um, and then once um, the, the, you know, Pennsylvania had the red, yellow, green phases um, to get you back into business, and once we were able to get back to the green phase here in Lancaster County, um, though we were max capacity of 250, and financially it didn't make sense to open up this big venue for only 250 people, we thought it was important to have the venue open and continue to be a safe space for everyone uh, to come out and enjoy different events. So we've had movie nights, uh, we had proms, graduations, uh, we had travel baseball, we had cornhole tournaments, we had kickball leagues, we had makers markets. Uh, you name it, we, we had multiple, multiple events. A lot of nonprofits use the venue as well for walkathons, 
It's just a, you know, it's a large venue with a lot of space, both inside the stadium and with the parking lots. Um, so we, we were able to work with a lot of nonprofits to keep, um, you know, people still coming out and enjoying each other's company, but feeling safe and comfortable as well being in large events. Man, you have to have some uh, creativity to, to come up with those kind of events. And, and then, of course, the <clears throat> just the drive and, and knowledge of, of how to put those events on. You, you, you mentioned storing food for uh, non nonprofits. Um, I understand that you partnered with some nonprofits, uh, 14 of them to be exact, uh, for a food drive. And it, it sounds like that made a made a big impact. Yeah, that was that was very successful. You know, there, there's always stories about uh, folks raising money, raising food, doing uh, food drives in the month of December. But for um, you know, for, for us, when we we had a meeting one day as a staff, and you know, January came, and we're like, well, unfortunately, people are still in need right now, and that's every every year, not just a COVID year, but you know, this year particularly, like people still need to, uh, you know, still people need help and assistance. Um, as everyone was aware. So we're like, but let's use our marketing resources, you know, the stadium resources, the barnstormers resources, but also within our ownership network, we have other marketing resources available to us. So like, let's have it, let's have a food drive and try to raise as much uh, food uh, as we can. In addition to the food, we raised a couple thousand dollars. We raised also a lot of uh, clothing um, to give to different shelters as well. And actually we received a ton of, uh, you know, dress clothing, suits and shirts and ties and dresses that we gave to a local um, uh, job uh, job creator uh, company who um, helps people, you know, get jobs, but also help them acquire some attire that look, makes them look professional um, when they go on their first interview. So yeah, it was a very very successful um, drive that we put together in just a couple of weeks, and we did it in January. It wasn't the warmest, but people were still very very supportive, and it helped us raise a ton of ton of food, clothes, and money as well. That's awesome. Who who are some of the nonprofits that uh, participated? Uh, Water Street Mission, Lancaster Food Hub, uh, Solanco Food Pantry, um, Career Link. Um, you, you're putting me on the spot. I can't remember remember That's, them all, but we, we had a lot of uh, a lot of them that participated, and we were able to receive um, the donations. That's awesome. That it's it's fantastic that you can have that kind of impact on the community. Um, you uh, you also have a fundraiser with Silo, and you have a volunteer usher program, uh, both uh, in partnership with the United Way of Lancaster. Um, sounds like a major partnership. Uh, what are you hoping to achieve with that? The main thing is with working with the um, uh, United Way is they, they're looking for volunteers, like everyone. Everyone looking for volunteers and looking for uh, you know just support in the, in, in their um, organization. So with partnering with YMC, I'm sorry, with the um, United Way, we found out that they need a volunteers. So we thought we could use our marketing resources to get people to volunteer here at the stadium, which every person that volunteers here at the stadium then receives um, $20 donation on their behalf to United Way. In addition to that, we're hoping that these individuals that volunteer here on behalf of United Way will then become a lead, gen, uh, a lead source and a potential volunteer for uh, United Way. So we're hoping to raise money for them. We're hoping to gain some volunteers for them. Uh, and then in addition to that, just helping to spread the word that the uh, United Way is here in Lancaster. They do great things and they're looking for volunteers all the time. How do people sign up for the volunteer usher program? If they just go to LancasterBarnstormers.com, uh, they can see there's, the, there's, there's a click through, LancasterBarnstormers.com, there's a click through to get there. Or they could email us directly at info, I-N-F-O, at LancasterBarnstormers.com. 
Awesome. Awesome. Thanks for sharing that. Uh, we're also going to have that uh, as a link on our website, uh, LancasterConnects.com, to uh, encourage people to to volunteer for that. Um, earlier, you mentioned uh, the Barnstormers uh, Clipper Magazine Stadium was voted Best Independent Ballpark of the Year. Uh, so first, does, does that include all minor leagues, independent, all the, the – so, what, what is that? That would include all of the – last year in 2020, all of the independent ballparks uh, throughout the country. So any ballpark that does not house an affiliated team, so that would just exclude okay. AAA, AA, uh, and single A. Um, this year, um, actually, we're in the um, we're in the middle of the contest again this year, uh, and this year is Major League Baseball Partner Leagues. So that would be the Atlantic League, the Pioneer League, the American Association, and also the Frontier League. So there's four leagues in, in that, um, and I believe there are um, 64 um, stadiums that are in the um, in the run-in for best ballpark, and we're hoping to uh, repeat so we can um, celebrate with the community in in a year that we actually have baseball. Yeah, right. So you, you won last year, but uh, and you, you were a only able to celebrate this year uh, during home opening weekend. But, you know, I, I, I love the ballpark. Uh, I, I love the, uh, the what was it, Broken Bat craft beer yes. uh, deck and, and the, you know, the Hess barbecue. Uh, my, my children are now uh, almost 12 and 7, so they're now getting to the age where they'd like to stay in the seats and actually watch a baseball game, um, you know, I, I, usually my experience is, you know, you, you sit there for a half an inning or maybe an inning, and then they want to go to the carousel and the slides, which are awesome <laughs> things for kids. But yeah. as a fan, I just want to stay there and, you know, enjoy my beer and, and, and watch a few innings. But um, now they're getting to the point where uh, staying for a game in the seats for a longer period of time is, is more enjoyable. Um, and of course, you know, they and I enjoy the ice cream <laughs> there as well. So um, I'm looking forward to, to hitting up some games there. Um, you know, there's so much going on at, at Clipper Stadium all the time. And, and I'm sure, you know, we, we haven't talked uh, about everything that you're doing there. What, what other events and activities uh, can you tell the audience about uh, in the last few moments that we have here? Sure. I just encourage everyone to go to LancasterBarnstormers.com and, and just see all of the different things we have going on. And we have adult kickball leagues uh, this summer and fall. We have adult um, cornhole leagues. Uh, we basically open up the stadium to anyone and everyone that needs a venue to host their event. So as I mentioned, we've had proms, graduations. Um, you know, we've, we've had preschool graduations, high school graduations, and college graduations. So literally, we can host any event here. Uh, we've had a six-year-old birthday party um, one day in, our, in the playground that you just mentioned, Ben. So there are any opportunities or every opportunity to have any event here at Cliff Magazine Stadium. I encourage you to go to uh, LancasterBarnstormers.com to see that. We have a movie night starting up here. June 18th is our first movie night. Um, and just you know, go to LancasterBarnstormers.com to see the full calendar of all the events that we have here um, at Cliff Magazine Stadium as it is a community center for Lancaster County and beyond. And uh, we just encourage everyone to have the opportunity to use the venue, even if they aren't a baseball fan. Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, so birthday parties, can you do a birthday party on the field with for kids? Yeah, no, definitely. We, we encourage use of the, the entire venue. So the, the birthday party that we hosted recently, they, they typically stayed or mainly stayed in the playground area. But, yeah, we gave them access to the field. It's a, there's nothing better than making a memory for anyone that comes to the ballpark, and, and that's our model, that's our want. And so to, to be able to allow people some special access to the field at any time, it's, uh, it's always a pleasure. 
uh, I'm going to connect with you about my son's eight-year-old birthday party. Now, it's, it's next May. He just had one. But uh, that would be awesome. That would be really, really cool. Uh, so, uh, so last thing, you, you mentioned uh, that the stadium is available for um, uh, venue hires, you know, weddings, uh, business meetings, that sort of thing. Uh, tell us a little bit about that, maybe what, <clears throat> what uh, it might look like to uh, 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 invest in something like that. It really depends on how much space you're using and how much uh, equipment need. You know, um, we, we have some rentals that are as low as um, $2,000 and some rentals that go um, uh, much higher. But it all depends on use, um, you know, depending on staffing, uh, use of utilities, video board, um, field. Uh, using the use of the field, depending on how heavy and hard it's going to be used, um, you know, that's, you know, that, that's, our, that's our baby. If you would, it's, uh, we need to keep the field in good shape. Um, not because we just want it to look beautiful, but it's a playing field for our athletes who are looking to get back to Major League Baseball. So we just want to keep it in top condition for them to we will have a safe um, playing space to, to get back to um, uh, Major League Baseball, hopefully. So uh, it, it ranges, um, but we, we, we consider ourselves pretty reasonable, very reasonable, I should say. And um, we tend to go over the top as we, um, we want everyone here to have a good time. So... Um, there's always more and more and more that we want to give when we have these events. That's awesome. Mike, I can't thank you enough for being on, <clears throat> for being a guest on the Lancaster Connects podcast. Uh, I love everything that you're doing at the stadium and with the team. Um, you know, like I said, I'm a big baseball guy, but like you said, you guys are so much more than just baseball. All the charity and community events that, that you uh, host there, um, family-friendly atmosphere, um, you know, I, I really encourage all of our listeners to uh, get involved, uh, uh, obviously attend some games, uh, and check out everything great that's going on at the Lancaster Barnstormers and Clipper Magazine Stadium. Uh, visit LancasterBarnstormers.com. Again, Mike, thanks so much for, for being a guest on the podcast. Hey, Ben, I appreciate you having me on. I appreciate all your support and passion for the venue as well. I wish you in the business nothing but success. Thanks so much, Mike. Take care. You have a great day. You too. Well, it was great to catch up with Mike Reynolds from the Lancaster Barnstormers uh, and all the great things that they are doing in downtown Lancaster at Clipper Magazine Stadium. Uh, we mentioned Blaze and Jays, uh, so uh, that is that means it's time for the food truck rundown. Uh, they are a concession at the Lancaster Barnstormers, and they are our second food truck that we'll mention. And you know what that sound means. That is time for Food Truck Rundown on the Lancaster Connects podcast. The Warehouse District Beer Garden is hosted by Windridge Farm and is running uh, with a food and music event every weekend until September. Uh, so this weekend, it's June 11th through 13th. Uh, we've got live music on Friday by Matt Reinhardt. Saturday is Ben Pearson, as well as the Olivia Reynolds Trio. And Sunday by Dave McCullough as well as the Stephanie Grace Trio. Uh, Friday's food trucks are Walco Taco, Bricker Fries, and Splits and Giggles. Saturday's food trucks are Crave, also Splits and Giggles, and Holy Smoked Meats. And Sunday's food truck uh, are Walco Taco, Blazing Swine, and Mista Twista Ice Cream. Uh, that location is 595 North Charlotte Street in Lancaster, in what they're calling the lumber yard. Uh, Facebook event page is facebook.com slash events um, slash, or I'm sorry, Facebook, <laughs> www.facebook.com slash Windridge Farm. 
All right, Ben. On to number two, Blaze and Jays. Uh, again, concessions at the uh, Barnstormer Stadium, so check them out when you're there. Uh, they've got a couple of dates coming up if you're in the mood for some hot chicken. Uh, interesting side note, I had some hot chicken uh, potato chips over the weekend, and they were really, really good. So um, I would probably like what I'm seeing on the screen there. Uh, if you'd like to follow them and stay up to date on what they have going on, uh, make sure you follow them at on Facebook at, at Blaze and Jay's Franchise. Uh, they'll be at the 16th annual Clifford Edmond 5-on-5 uh, basketball tournament uh, at Marco Park in Columbia uh, from Sunday or on Sunday, uh, June 13th from 1 to 5 p.m. They'll also be at 486 Royer Drive in Lancaster uh, Monday, June 14th uh, from 5 to 7 p.m. And lastly, they'll be at 1421 Penscott Drive in Landisville uh, on Wednesday, June 16th from 5 to 7. Uh, last but not least, Eminem Catering. They've got a few dates uh, for us to plug. They do smoked meats and Southern barbecue. Oh, man, looks <laughs> looks awesome. Um, they do smoked meats and Southern barbecue and do their own take on an old school down-home Southern cooking. They also cover a little bit of Mexican food. If you'd like to stay up to date on M&M Catering, follow them on Facebook at M&M Catering LLC. Uh, June 12th, they'll be at Wayvine Winery and Vineyard uh, in Nottingham. Um, that's a 4374 Forge Road in Nottingham. Uh, get your drive on Southern Lancaster County. Uh, they'll also be back at Wayvine Winery and Vineyard. Uh, from 12 to 8 p.m. on June 19th. Uh, give them um, give them your food support, right? Uh, all right, so our viewers want to know, if you're a food truck, our viewers want to know where the food trucks are each week. So if you own a food truck, we want to hear from you. We'll tell our viewers where you'll be so they can support you. Uh, fill out the contact form at LancasterConnects.com and tell us where you'll be and when. And of course, tell us about your food so we can have people desperate to grab your food. Um, I know I am, every time we talk about these food trucks, uh, I salivate, right? <laughs> it's hard, hard not to get uh, inspired by these, these food trucks. Um, and of course, don't forget to like and share this video, leave a comment, tell a friend about the show. All of the uh, links to our food trucks that we talk about and many more are available at LancasterConnects.com. The show is also available as a podcast and again, you can get all the links at LancasterConnects.com. Time for a history nugget. All right. Get your listening ears on. All right. When the Lancaster City Bureau of Fire converted its horse-drawn uh, horse-drawn fire apparatuses, apparati, apparatuses, I guess, uh, to motorized vehicles between 1914 and 1918, local historian and photographer Charles Oscar Lynch had the foresight to recognize and photograph this historic event. There you go. Photographs between 1914 and 1918. That's pretty cool. He was able to capture horse-drawn equipment of two companies before they converted and uh, before they converted and to photograph the new equipment and the others. Uh, these postcards that you're seeing on the screen, uh, the first intentional effort to photograph Lancaster City firehouses. Uh, they were produced in limited run. Uh, today, they are much sought after by local collectors 
a complete set is nearly impossible to find. Um, so there you go. Some old photos of Lancaster, um, some neat Lancaster history there of uh, the fire uh, firehouses and converting uh, from horse-drawn uh, fire trucks or you know fire uh, <laughs> um, buggies, I guess you could say, uh, into a motorized vehicles. So uh, pretty neat transition uh, in our history, and of course. Uh, their response time, I'm sure, improved drastically uh, moving to motorized vehicles from the the horse-drawn uh, carriages there. So uh, we got this uh, history nugget from the History of Lancaster Rediscovered uh, Facebook page. So thank you to them for the information. And you can learn more local history uh, on there. Uh, go to facebook.com slash history of Lancaster. So that was pretty cool. I uh, didn't know that. Uh, obviously, that transition, I... I would have known happened, but to see it there in pictures, it's neat that somebody uh, took the time to to photograph those. So we have uh, those to talk about now here in 2021. All right, time for our pet of the week. Uh, we didn't have a pet of the week the last couple of weeks, so we've got a great uh, doggo to highlight uh, today, uh, Bella. Bella is the queen of the ball and soon to be your home. Uh, Bella is from Charlie's Crusaders Pet Rescue. Uh, there's, there's Bella. Look at those ears. <laughs> uh, she needs to be an only dog. Uh, Bella is high energy. Uh, she's a pincher mix and she weighs, uh, between 30 and 35 pounds. Uh, she's very smart and needs a dominant human willing to give her attention and exercise for her body and mind. Uh, I think most pets, uh, would need that. Uh, she is, uh, she may not warm up to you immediately, but with time and love, she will. Uh, she will be your shadow. Uh, she's about four years old. Uh, she was rescued uh, with her sister uh, after they were put outside in a crate uh, during the pouring rain. Um, it's just a real shame, uh, heartbreaking to hear these types of stories every time we talk about these pets. But good news is uh, she was rescued and now is ready to find her forever home. Uh, she's house trained. Uh, she's up to date on her vaccines, uh, spayed. Um, you can learn more about uh, how to Adopt Bella at Charlie's Crusaders website, which is charliescrusaders.org. And uh, we don't have anybody on from, from Charlie's Crusaders today, uh, but we are going to uh, give our charitable donation to uh, Charlie's Crusaders. We've got a check for $125 to help with the efforts uh, that they are doing to help uh, dogs and pets uh, find uh, homes. And of course, uh, all of the uh, needs that they have uh, related to taking in pets. Um, I know they're, they're probably getting pets in daily and uh, I'm sure that the situations they have to deal with uh, when they get these pets are enormous. So uh, hopefully the uh, little bit that we can give here uh, helps them uh, take care of some of their needs there. All right, time for Lancaster Connects Community. Uh, have you got a worthwhile cause that you can make excellent, um, or that can make excellent use of the members of the Lancaster Connects community uh, by volunteering their time. Again, that's what this show uh, is all about and the Lancaster Connects community is all about. Uh, whether you've got a cause that needs volunteers or you want to donate your time to help out those in the community, we want to hear from you. If you'd like to volunteer your time, Enter our free giveaway at LancasterConnects.com and check the box confirming you'd like to volunteer. Imagine the difference we could make 
to the Lancaster community if we each gave just one hour of our time to one of these local nonprofits and charitable organizations. So again, if you've got a good cause that could use some volunteers and we can promote uh, for you on our show, please get in touch via the contact form at LancasterConnects.com. We'd love to know more about uh, your organization and what you do and how we can help and uh, maybe have you be a guest uh, on the podcast. We, we would really love that. The more charitable um, or charity and nonprofit organizations that we know about, the more impact we can have. And of course, uh, if we can get the Lancaster community involved, uh, again, that's what the Lancaster Connects community is all about. So again, please uh, don't forget to like and share this video. Uh, leave a comment, tell a friend about this show. Uh, we've got some community events to talk about here, uh, ways that you can support uh, some of these organizations in the community uh, trying to make a difference. Um, first one up is the African-American Heritage Walking Tours. They've started, uh, restarted, uh, coming out of COVID, uh, uh, being shut down last year. Uh, on Saturday, June 5th, the African-American Heritage Guided Walking Tours of Historic Underground Railroad and Historic Sites in downtown Lancaster, uh, PA are conducted by volunteers from the Ameri African American Historical Society of South Central Pennsylvania. Tour participants move along an outstanding tour route uh, across bustling roads, down narrow alleyways, through cemeteries and churches, learning stories seldom heard beyond the intimacy of local families and read only in a few history books. I'm sure there's a lot of uh, history nuggets that we could uh, share as a result of being on this tour. Uh, proceeds from the regular monthly guided tours benefit the program activities uh, of the African-American Historical Society. Uh, tours will be conducted in the City of Lancaster Visitor Center, or I'm sorry, from the City of Lancaster Visitor Center, uh, which is at 38 Penn Square, Lancaster, uh, PA. Uh, tours begin at 11 a.m. and 2 p.m. and last for about two hours. Uh, tours on July 10th, August 7th, September 4th, October 2nd, and November 6th. Uh, tickets are for adults, $15, seniors, 65 and older, $10, students, 6 to 18 years of age are $5, and children under 6 are free. Uh, registration begins 30 minutes before departure. You can get more information at aahsscpa.org. I'm going to say that again, aahsscpa.org. Uh, or again, see the show notes uh, at LancasterConnects.com uh, for that link. We mentioned this when we talked to Mike Reynolds uh, from the Lancaster Barnstormers. Uh, you can sign up to become a volunteer usher at Clipper Magazine Stadium, uh, volunteer to be an usher at the Barnstormers Games and earn money for the United Way of Lancaster. Uh, as an usher, you will show fans to their seats. Pretty simple. Uh, and you will serve as a friendly face to the guests at the ballpark. Uh, and of course, if you're in the ballpark, you can take advantage uh, of uh, or take in the action uh, of a Barnstormers game while volunteering. Uh, each shift is approximately three hours long, and the Barnstormers will donate $20 uh, to the United Way program uh, of your choice for each shift uh, you sign up to usher. Uh, you can get more information at LancasterBarnstormers.com. Again, really cool way to visit the ballpark, see what the, the team is doing, see uh, all the neat things that uh, the Clipper Magazine Stadium has to offer and uh, help out a local charity at the same time. Uh, love those sort of things. Uh, so uh, once again, 
uh, if you're a uh, nonprofit or charitable organization and you've got a good cause that uh, we can promote um, or that yeah, you'd like us to promote, uh, you need people to volunteer their time, just like the Barnstormers uh, told us about this uh, opportunity uh, to usher. Uh, we'll put the word out for you on our show. Please get in touch via the contact form at LancasterConnects.com. Remember, the show is a podcast. Uh, you can listen and watch. All the links are at LancasterConnects.com. Don't forget to like and share this video. Uh, leave a comment. Tell a friend about this show. Again, more people that see uh, our show uh, our humble show uh, here in Lancaster, the uh, uh, more impact we can make. Uh, last couple things. We've got some, uh, I mentioned the uh, winners of our restaurant gift cards. Each episode, we give away two $25 gift cards to local restaurants. Um, great restaurants. Uh, we always have, uh, we're always out in the community and uh, we're driving past uh, restaurants all the time. We stop, pick up $25 gift cards. So it's not always the same restaurants each time. Uh, restaurants from all over the Lancaster community. So uh, this week's winners are Jennifer Store and Richard Raynar. Uh, again, they went to LancasterConnects.com. They uh, submitted the contest entry form. Uh, maybe they clicked to be part of the Lancaster Connects community, which means they uh, are on the list to potentially be volunteers to some of the great uh, uh, community members or uh, nonprofits and charitable organizations out there. Um, but um, you don't have to do that. You don't have to click the community box to be uh, entered into the contest. But again, LancasterConnects.com, you can enter to win one of two local restaurant gift cards uh, on that website. So that's a wrap. Uh, you know, hopefully you enjoyed the, uh, the solo episode. Um, next week will actually be another solo episode. It's Jeff's opportunity to return the favor to me. Uh, I will be out of town, uh, not on a motorcycle, the motorcycles are not my thing, my, my wife tells me. Um, so uh, we're, uh, I'm taking the family up to Ithaca. Uh, we are going to do some hiking up there. We got a place uh, on the Cayuga Lake uh, overlooking the lake. So uh, kayaking, fishing, uh, I'll share some pictures uh, from being up there, but um, lots of hiking, waterfalls, and fun things to do in Ithaca. So I'm looking forward to getting out of town, um, but Jeff will hold down the fort next week. Again, um, Go to LancasterConnects.com for all the uh, links to the great things we highlighted this episode. Uh, I want to thank Mike Reynolds from the Lancaster Barnstormers for being on and, and talking about what they're uh, doing there at the stadium, all the wonderful things with the ballpark and the community. And uh, check out our food trucks, check out all the events, um, check out the uh, Lancaster Connect community events uh, and things going on, LancasterConnects.com. That's a wrap. Thanks so much. Have a great afternoon. See ya. Super Cereal.